Hello and you are welcome to the RF podcast. It is the 26th of July. It's just gone quarter past eight in the top floor of RF Towers, Mayo's tallest and largest fictional building. John Stagg and Mac, another week of Mayo football, another week of club football and a bit of breaking news as we sat down and opened up the laptop this evening. Lee McHale has departed from the Mayo senior management team. Um... Rumours, a band around six o'clock, phones hopping, pigeon pigeon carriers landing, smoke signals across the, the plains of Mayo that there was something, a, a cropper. And the story was broke by Cullum Keys in the Independent this evening that uh, Lee McHale has departed from Mayo um, for the management scene. So interesting news there. Um, joined with Enda and John, obviously, to chat them through. Enda, how are you? Great, Ref. Um when we talked about the Mayo setup at the end of the year, I thought to be departures, but I didn't think the departure would be Liam McHale. I, I thought it might be others that would leave. Uh, but uh, Kevin is consistent. His backroom team changed after one year in Roscommon is going to change in Mayo. The interesting point will be, will he bring the 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 man, the obvious replacement for Liam McHale in John Stagg? Good segue. <laughs> Man. John, are you available? Yeah. Yeah. You're available not for a few sure jobs, sir. I am not sure what I'm at now at the moment. Yeah. I'm sure you'll get something. Yeah, it's funny. Um that always there we have to have some reason for talking down here as well. We have to be in the news. But um I suppose people were saying that there would be a change as Inda said there. And I don't think anyone thought of Billy McHale. Funnily enough, I was in Baronet on on Monday. And uh, I was in the same shop as, as Kevin, so may, maybe he was down meeting Liam for a chat at that stage. And then um, Liam was at the races last night and seemed to be in flying form, so he was. So um, he's not taking it too badly, you know. It's... But he's not, uh, he's not at the races anymore. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm more interested in, Ref, there might have been a reason that I mentioned John in connection to the job. I may have heard of him being in the same establishment as Kevin. That's all I'll say. Oh, was this at um, <laughs> at the races? Was it? No, oh, this was no. in Balladar during the week. A okay. carrier pigeon made its way back that he was spotted in the same place as Kevin. And then this happens. I'm not one for reading into stuff, as you both know well. Yeah, yeah, not one for rumors. Yeah. yeah. Um, there's no real like I I don't know. Look at sure, it's not something. It's not something that we we're not used to. Sure, like we're mm. we're years there going through with Horan and. and you, your famous rant about backroom members that had been in that uh, on that management team when James Warner was under end. I was listening to it lately. Someone actually messaged me, um, a lad from Westport, is it Joe McCormick? He says he regularly listens to your rant uh, after the 2021 All Ireland final. Remember yeah. now, I was under medication, ref. I was in the hospital at the time. <laughs> Where are you? <laughs> You remember well, my appendix? Uh, oh, were you still in hospital? I don't think you were in I hospital. Was, I done that from the hospital bed, ref. Oh yeah, you went on one that day. Now, um, yeah. I, I, well, I, I, I listened back. Yeah, but in the, in the, you don't get medication every night, though. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I won't bring up your message this morning. I was, uh, I was going to call for Neil Fitzpatrick for you, John. You, you were very down in the mouth about Mayo football this morning. Yeah, uh, I, I just, I just, I, I had too much time for thinking about. It. Yeah, yeah, a few pies the night before. That's what it was, and you just woke up and you were just a bit, 
a bit on edge. I often, I often, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. you've seen it myself, yeah, John. Yeah. I'm in that WhatsApp group. I do get going. It, you know, it's hard. It's hard to... You have to get it out. You have to get it out somewhere, you know. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Um, will, will they add anyone? Probably not. I don't think they need to do no, that because I there's don't enough. Think they need to. But this, this could have been this could be the reason Liam left is because you know what am I really needed here, you know? Yeah. N- now you know, uh, another job lined up. Brett, I was just going to say, you know, I'm one for conspiracy theories. The Cavan candidates arrived out yesterday. I won't be surprised to see Liam and Cavan. Oh yeah. And I have no inside information. You're just going on one. I just think that. Uh, yeah, Michal McDermott was a name that was mentioned. He worked with him before, and I think um, uh, I think Terry Highland will be involved in one of the teams, and he worked with him before as well. So yeah. I'd say there's a good chance we haven't seen the last Liam McHale involved with a county team. Ah, uh, well, I don't think so either. You know, he's he's on the road a long time, and it's not like uh. It's not like um there'd be no reason why you wouldn't give him a, a job somewhere else. And we don't know Dinzel, so why he, he's departed, whether there's too many voices or he just got another challenge or, or you know, you know, it, it's he, he's he's a great record with Kevin McStay. He's brought him everywhere. So it's it's not that uh, it's it's a first season or uh, trying to figure someone out and then realizing maybe we don't work well together. But pr- so that's what happened to you last year, you two books, wasn't it? Yeah, probably too, uh, yeah. yeah. He was, uh, he was <laughs> used to being the main coach. Main coach. Uh, yeah. yeah, wherever he was. And probably Stephen Rochford and Donny, he might have been getting as much contact time with the players as he was in the past. And if another opportunity opened up where he could get that contact time, nobody wants to be standing there watching, do they? Yeah, plenty to do. <laughs> plenty. Um, I'm sure at that level, though, yeah, Lucas, it's uh, we'll, we'll see. Maybe, maybe, maybe there might be something down the line, or Lee might be talking to some other reporter down the line, or might give a reason. I'm sure there's no need for a, I don't think there's any need for a stout statement crack that they usually have when when when, when someone leaves. Well, there. there was no statements in Mayo when someone left in the last 10 years, right? Oh, no, but I see that's that's <laughs> that was there was no choice about that. Yeah. Now yeah. I let that little drive by go a few minutes ago because I'm looking forward to the match in Giltain, ref. And we'll talk again. Are you going to it? Oh, I will because I think you may be done in the Bonnish store bib on the night in question. Oh yeah. Um there's a festival on on that weekend too. We might yeah. go ca- we might go camping. Tumbling paddies. Is that what's playing? Yeah. It, yeah there's I some think... big festival, I think. I'm gonna Google Yeah. Into the West, is that what it's called? Yeah. I think both Holly Mount and Gary Moore down there this weekend. If you got the whole lot to stay together, it it, it could liven up the festival. Ah no, be, I uh, look at I've often seen with Kiltain Kiltain lads are there's no issue off the field with them after a match. No, I'm not talking about Kiltain. <laughs> I'm talking about Gary Moore and Holly Mount Rep. Oh sorry, Gary Moore down there. Oh sorry. Oh yeah. yeah. Is that the same weekend? It is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh there might be something done there if the parish around for the whole lot of them be going together. Holding hands. As usual, they all they all get on so well, don't they? Yeah. Now, we're at lads, uh, we'll get back to the club stuff. I think. Far West um, is called Far West Fest. Yeah, we might do it our live podcast at it, would we? Oh, sure, we do club championship. We're busy. Basement Jacks, Gavin James, yeah, uh, Jenny Green, 
Sure, just all this talking. I'm, you know, whoever's organising it. If you throw us a couple of tickets, wouldn't be. Is <laughs> 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 yeah, the nineteenth of August? Ski Salah. If there's anyone that's listened to the podcast, you never got a freebie in your life. No, and that's why I'm asking for 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 a couple of tickets. Sure, be a crack, wouldn't it? Um, club I football accommodation sorted on us. I have. Have you? Just for myself. Oh yeah. Yeah. Thanks for thinking of us, John. Yeah, yeah I was just going to say, he, like you know, it's great. He, he listens to the podcast every week, and uh, it's it's only me he gets the invite to for some reason. <laughs> okay, well maybe you're not. He, said yeah. he definitely didn't want. He definitely didn't want McGarrity in his house on us. <laughs> Poor old Linda. You're getting a hard old time. Enda, you're blowing Kerry. I'm, I've am i been off the last few days. I've been sick as a dog. Um, I've an awful flu and I've a lot of time for been, been thinking and, you know, thinking about it. You were blowing Kerry last night, Enda. Yeah, I went to the Examiner podcast last night. A lot of big names there. Um, Kieran Whelan, Oshin McConville. Um, Morris Brosnan. Morris Brosnan, uh, Paul Rouse, uh, Eamon Fitzmaurice, and James oh. Horn there too. <laughs> I knew it. I knew well when you were where you were going with that. Yeah. Um. Was there any? Uh, Have was you, there any... you point? Have you pointed him? No. Uh. I was staying with a friend of the pod, John Evans. So I went back to John's house and we talked football into the early hours. She did. So, man, John. Yeah. Very grateful to Johnny put me up for the night. The, the accommodation prices in Killarney make her eyes water. Yeah. I'm sure he didn't even check. I'd say you'd, you'd sleep in the van before you'd pay for a, a hotel in the same meal. The, B, the B&Bs were for 160 a night. Jesus. Yeah. Uh, only for John, I'm very may well have slept in the van. Yeah, I'm sure you have. I'm sure you have. <laughs> Um, what else is going on? Um, well? Yeah, it was interesting, Ref. Uh, different opinions. Uh, the lads were all talking about who did double team uh, Clifford with. <laughs> I don't know where you were going with that there. For <laughs> <laughs> you definitely had too much time in your hand the last couple of days, Ref. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. I'm not uh, double teaming anyone, I can guarantee you that. Young steroids, yeah. <laughs> I'm on something now. I can't even think straight. I watched an episode of Black Mirror there now, just before we came on the podcast, and my head is absolutely fried. Did you ever watch it, lads? No. No. show called Black Mirror. It's on Netflix. I heard of it. Mother, a sweet divine. It'll get you thinking thinking about everything. It's just uh, about technology and how it can be used against you and there's certain episodes on certain things. My God. I feel like throwing the phone away. But anyway. Um... So yeah. three votes each among the experts last night for for the All Ireland. Yeah, Kieran Whedon was there. I didn't mention Kieran Whedon. He actually Kieran Whedon spoke very well last night. There was three votes from the out the whole crowd. To the no, the experts. Three went for Dublin. Three went for Kerry. So oh, it's a bit yeah. like the bet. There's evens your choice. Is it evens? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it might be ten to eleven, but ten to eleven is near the even money. John, I'd be going. Would to... be given even money for ten to eleven at one stage. Is that right, John? And the day, yeah, definitely, yeah. And um, would is there extra time on Sunday? Yeah, if needed, and a replay. Okay. okay. So it uh, doesn't go to penalties on Sunday. All oh, right. So there's extra time, but if it's drawn, it's it's a uh... it's a replay. 
I look at that. I don't know about you, but Dublin. I think Dublin have this one. They're 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 in a great position to win this game. They just have so many fellas that can stand up. Like you know, it's not like Kerry. You have you have to have Clifford and Shawnee O'Shea to stand up and and perform and do something big on the day or lift them for 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 a while. But Jesus, you look in every corner. That Dublin team is someone that could be a man of the match, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Coming down on Dublin now as well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm going for Dublin as well unless just Clifford tears it apart which he is capable he of yeah, he, he won't get the space I don't think like they're just they'll be on top of him they're, like I'm not saying that they'll shut him out like the no one will shut him out no one will man mark that man out but they'll if they can keep him to five or six points but if they held him to five points ref, it'll probably be enough for Dublin to win won't yeah, it yeah 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 I think so I think so um, Derry, like Derry, Derry had Kerry. Uh, you know, if Dublin get into that situation, they'll beat them like that. Derry got into with ten minutes to go. Yeah, yeah. Derry, yeah, but I think we talked about it. Derry are always going to. They're always going to uh, keep it, keep with them to the to the last ten minutes, and then it, it was going to turn into the game, and that's that's what happened. The hurling, uh, people tell me it was a great game. It was great to watch. Limerick went ahead in the tenth minute or the twelfth minute of the second half, and that was it. it was the the game was all over? Yeah. Uh, if that was, yeah. if, I don't think it was that good. No. No, the second goal looked like to poke the bear, didn't it? They just yeah. Limerick just came alive and said, "Okay, we're going playing now." And uh, shoot, they were phenomenal in the last uh, what twenty five minutes. It's unreal. Some of the scores they got and the turnovers because what something like eighteen points from turnovers alone in the second half. Yeah, someone was. I I was talking to someone yesterday. I won't mention who, but they were. They had a conversation with somebody that was talking to John Kiley, and about hurling and about what they needed to do and get to this level. And I think one of the stats they had on tackles and turnovers, or even tackles, they had three ta- at least three tackles a minute. I think they'd be aiming for, um, in hurling, three tackle at least a minimum of three tackles, um, a minute. On the field, that's what their sort of KPI would be for in terms of terms of work rate. So they're obviously animals. These Limerick lads, um, in terms of their fitness and their size, I think they're one of the biggest teams and the tallest teams. And they pick, they intentionally picked big fellas, you know. So and and went with them. So and you know, it's it's great to see them after as well to celebrate. When you compare them to the Dublin team, and even compare uh, the manager, you know, yeah, yeah. John Kiley to Jim Gavin and then the players and some of the interviews afterwards and he said we're going to go wrong we never hear any of the Dublin players saying we're going to go wrong like no and they they, 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 you know you see this they are reports as well John coming out or over the last couple of years where they're on team trips away and there's hassle and there's bucks going missing yeah and there's bucks going playing golf and uh, they shouldn't be and Kylie like they're well they're obviously a bunch of headers but they they're getting oh, over the line. Right, yeah. yeah, yeah. And uh, they're well glued. They seem to have great time for this um Caroline Carrot. Navrick they can't yeah, get can't get enough of her. She seems to be more the manager than Kylie is. And and Kinark, is it Paul? Kinark, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He has um, some record, lads. He does, yeah. Unreal. He does. Why, what was he doing before this? I know he's some like seven or or some mental number. Was he with a football team in Clare? He was a footballer from Clare. Is that it? I think he was. 
reading something yeah. then you might look it up when we're talking yeah. but, um, I think he was a footballer in Clare and then he went in with some under 20 team or something like that but um, yeah there seemed to be a, a wild bunch and they'll go wrong I think uh, they'll go wrong this week now he's 23 major titles the Clare Munster Minor 2 under 21 3 All-Ireland under 21 3 All-Ireland Senior Hurling 1 the National League 1 Oh, at Limerick, five monster, three All Ireland's and three leagues. So he is the guru. Uh, will Will we get him up to replace Liam McHale? Do you think, lads? Ah, Jesus, lads! Even he can't fucking save it. Stop! Don't stop. <laughs> John's gone. You've You've upset him now, Linda. You've upset him. Um, what can bring we him uh... up or, bring him up and ruin his career? Is it? I say we have, in fairness, we have the ability to ruin any any coach's career. <laughs> it's one thing I'm sure of. we could we could bring that any house down. It's a uh, tough job, and I wouldn't. I don't think anyone would take it for right right in the head as a Mayo job. But you know, you're so right because you know Kevin McStay and his management team for the first what you could say is from January, Mar- February, March, April, even yeah, we won the league. Sure, everything was great, and this this really looked like it, like didn't it? This, yeah, everyone was getting a little bit convinced at some stage or another. And I'm looking at a picture of him in the Mayo News on today, and it's like as if, you know, geez, I don't know, he's nearly at a crossroads, like ah. you know, there's a reflect on the year. But but there's a lot of negative, there's a lot of negativity out there about it, about about the whole championship campaign. I think well, I think that's as well. Uh, added with last year as well that they just got to quarter final and this year they got to quarter final and maybe we got the false sense of false dawn with you know we peaked early got fish won the league um not looking ahead like we always do when we keep get stuck in this bubble instead of thinking about the bigger picture i'd say that's probably part of it john as well but there is a lot of negative i tell you what not a, a bad year or two down the line another two bad years the bandwagon won't be long yeah. there'll be plenty of seats on the bandwagon yeah, that's, and that's the, neglect, the, the neglect of club football over the last 12 years, lads, will have to have an effect. Yeah. Like, there's no... Still the best club midfielder in Mayo is Jason Gibbons. And you look throughout the county, it's very hard to see where we get a midfielder from. Even going back to under 20, minor, I can't see them out there. I don't know, can you... We could be here all night. So I think we went through this before. And this, right? It's the one area where we're really struggling for an area where we used to be so strong. Well, Jordan Flynn, I think, has to move into midfield. Yeah. You know, and name he's big enough. He's a big man. Absolutely. Yeah. I think Jack Carney, for me, is the one. But... Yeah, I still, Jack Jack now still has to step it up a little bit. And um, <laughs> Bob Tui, you'd be hoping, is the one that's going to. Maybe shine now in the club championship. Maybe kick on a bit next year. There's time. There's time now. Now is the time for some of these boys to stand up if they're come back in from Chicago in one piece. Um, when is it now? It's not long, John. It's less than four weeks away now. This club championship. Yeah, it's uh, five twenty-three four, days. Three weeks this weekend, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, crazy, crazy, crazy. Um, um, so the league lads we might as well cut to the league 
Uh, last weekend we did the Division One semi-finals. Um, but the one I went to was Gary Moore and Westport down in Westport. You were commentating uh, in the... Yeah, uh, well, I was grand. I, I was doing more analysis than commentating, but um, <laughs> Westport won at their ease. Uh, far too good for Gary Moore in the evening. Westport down three, four, maybe five of their, what I consider to be their best starting 15. Fionn McDonough was missing, uh, Conal Dawson, Rory Brickenden. Um, McDermott, them four anyway, I would consider. Uh, Gary Moore were down a lot more. Gary Moore were down eight or nine of their starting 15. So I thought they'd done remarkably well. Um, for for the team that out, I was maybe the happiest of us with Gary Moore all year that they didn't concede a goal chance to Westport. Um, the two Moorns were playing, a little disappointing for me on the night. Oshin McLaughlin is the one from Westport that I think might be able to go to a higher level. Um, Again, he was in for a while last year and didn't stay in there, so I don't know, will he commit to it or what the story is. Um, Quinn, the last night, kicked two good points from play early on. Second half, couldn't get the ball into the Westport half. Didn't go looking for it enough for me. That would be my only criticism, but um, done all right considering. Um, Westport has some talent. Lads. You named them five that were missing, and the subs to bring on are Conor McGrainer, regular with Wicklow, Finbar McLaughlin, Mayo under 21, um, Liam Shevland was probably man of the match in the county final. They have some squad. Merrick yeah. Borden in the he's got a cornerback. No, he was named number five. He was he was up and down. Um, Kilkelly hit a couple of good frees. Kevin Kane was probably man of the match for me. And it's my worry. That's the first time I've seen Westport. I was looking forward to seeing them. And I just worry a little about their forwards. They're all samey-samey bar Kevin Kane. Will, will the have enough come to business end against the Castle Bar and not more teams. I think it's a three-horse race. I don't think anyone else can win it outside those three. I don't know what you lads think. No, I think it's still the yeah, same. Yeah, I'm surprised that Pat Lambert is make, trying to make a half-back out on when you, you know, you're on about forwards, that they need forwards. I know he, I'm sure with his pace he'd be very good coming from the half-back line, but um, I'd have thought if you if if Mark Morden you're saying lined out at number five as well, yeah. he's another forward coming back, is he? Yeah, and Paul Lambert was number six and he was excellent. He he has a trick when he comes at pace, he has he has a a, a, a sort of shimmy that he loses men. Uh, I thought he he was very good. Uh, Westport conceded all the kickouts. Lee Keegan uh, played a sweeper. He was named midfield. But he played a sweeper back in front of the D and they moved Oshin McLaughlin to midfield. Maybe they're just trying stuff out for later in the year. <laughs> I, when You hate to be a Westport manager now that listens to this and you just rhyme it out all what they're doing tactically. Like, you know, it's... <laughs> sure, I wouldn't understand that. I know, but it's, it's, you know the way you're, it's all secrets and bells and whistles. It's this prick comes well, out. Well, and well, then come here. Just, and then everyone come here. 
it might be secrets and bells and whistles, but uh, I took one look out of the commentary box and I didn't see a coach from Charleston down watching the game ref. So uh, right. I, d- I think he can analyse a game a lot better than I can. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. It's just, you know, you know, this time of year when like you, you talk to other people that's involved with teams, uh, how are you going? Oh, we're going to get any injuries. Ah, oh, sure. Yeah. We have one or two. You know, the, the, it's very all hush hush, but. You can just suppose you can just go to the games and figure this stuff out yourself. And come here, clubs are sharing videos, Ref. You know it yourself. Yeah. All clubs are sharing videos, even though they'll tell you they're not. They are. Are they? Yeah. I'm sure you've videos got who are you playing in the first game, Kiltain? Um the other game then, um Castlebar and Knockmore. This finished one twelve apiece and Castlebar won four two on penalties. Uh, in injury time, not more a four up. I thought the ball was burst, but she wasn't burst. Um, Castlebar came back and scored one one in the last few minutes. Um, interesting to see here. Um, Ed Norm scored one four, but the goal was from a penalty. Uh, for Castlebar. Missing a lot of what you'd expect to be their starting team come championship, and still went down and won a knock more. So to have to be, um, I was I was debating among going contenders. That, I was yeah, I was debating going to that game, and um, I ended up going to Clemaine. I was just closer. I'm sick of driving up to Bella, and um, uh, I think it was 10, 15 minutes, twenty minutes into the game. Cormac, Cormac Reeves texted me and said you, you made the right call not coming here Castlebar depleted um, not, not more not more in complete control Galen <laughs> yeah. Hopson scored it. four points again ref when he won three uh, I'm pushing him for to have have a look at him at some stage over the winter um, what age is he in then? I think he's around 22, 23, John. I believe he was involved with the Connacht Rugby Academy ref. Is that, is that right? He's involved with Connacht Underage, yeah. Yeah. I'm sure so, make that. He, he's a big unit and his hands like glue. And he's, if he's taken freeze, he obviously has the ability to kick a ball. So uh, he's a lot going from straight away there. Yeah. Um, But a great win for Castlebar. Didn't expect it. I, I as I've been saying, I've been very sweet and knock more all year. And for Castlebar to go down short to players that were short, uh, it's a statement of intent. And it'll be interesting to see the final. Uh, it's not this weekend; it's the following weekend, isn't it? Yeah. So it's the bank holiday bank holiday weekend. Yeah. Um. Then in Division Two, two teams to hunt up are My Davids and Belmullet. Uh, I I know everyone knows the rules at the start of a competition ref but if you're from Bal you'd be sick I think they've won 13 out of 14 league games over two years in the regular league season and they've lost in the between the quarterfinals and final so they haven't got promotion yeah uh, disgusting but, isn't it <laughs> well uh, a league uh, I think a league should be a league. There should be 11 or 12 teams in 11 games and the top team wins it. This is a sort of hybrid competition. It's a league for a while and then it becomes knockout. 
but, yeah, but what, I, I think believe they're, they're changing yeah, it, aren't but, they? But in fairness, in it, the only thing about that is, you know, for the knockout stages, you'll have your um, county players back, like to fight relegation and to fight to get up as well, and even to fight to win a league. It's you know, mm. it's, it's only fair, I think, to the players, to the teams that are missing their county players, to have them back for that. Then you know, it really yeah. got rid of the whole fiasco. We well, you don't believe now, but in about start games and stuff, you know, it, it did it did solve that problem. In fairness, yeah. But uh, <laughs> it's it's looking like the league's going to change. And from what I'm hearing, the numbers of teams, it may go back to something similar, maybe 11 league games. And I think that's a better system. Like, I like a league to be a league and championship to be a championship. I'm a traditionalist in that regard. Uh, and this is not getting at Belmullet or my Davids for getting promoted uh, or they deserve their promotion. But... Um, Everyone on one on one someone pointed out to me during the week, everybody on one side of that division two B. Um went two, up went up and stayed up. Two lads went up and stayed up, yeah. Clara stayed mm. up. And and actually yeah. the other group looked a stronger group. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it worked out funny or up, yeah. Um Ryan O'Donoghue lads is in scintillating form. I think he scored one seven two weeks in a row. There's a viral WhatsApp video going. It's anyone hasn't seen it, they should see it. It's very funny. There's a bit of commentary just before he sticks it. Is it it's not online though? I seen it in WhatsApp groups. I haven't oh, seen I'm, it online. Ref, I might stick it up. I might stick it up. So what, what sort of commentary? Yeah, uh, in it. <laughs> Someone was telling him not to be so greedy just before he buries it in the corner of the net shot. <laughs> <laughs> it's classic. Yeah, I share yeah. it, Stephen. I was actually beside that goal. I was standing beside the goalpost when that ball went in. So I was. So that was across the line. The match now, John. The week before the video. Oh, sorry. Okay. okay. Yeah, okay. I didn't. Oh. oh, you were at the game this weekend. Was it a good goal this week? Ah, uh, serious goal. Yeah, long ball in from uh, Finn on um, Finn on Ryan, yeah. and uh, he's uh, he's in behind Sean Dempsey, and he's you know you give him a little bit of a nudge, I thought too, but uh, caught it, caught it uh, clean inside. And uh, went in between two players, and uh, stuck it right in the corner. And uh, it was um, it was the score that effectively, really, I suppose, into the game. We've not talked about what fifteen minutes into the second half. There's still about fifteen minutes left. Bell Bell started the game very brightly, and we're four two up uh, after fifteen minutes. And they'd also missed two goal chances. Connor Welch was in one on one, and the keeper uh, Aaron Carey made a good save. And then another ball came in to. Um, uh, it was Jack Hart and he went to Pam at Inthanish and uh, Carey saved again. So they were two big moments in the first half. And amazingly, from the 15th minute to the 45th minute, Ben Mullet outscored them 1-8 to a point. And um, you, you, you couldn't have seen that coming. You really couldn't at the time. Because Bal, as I said, looked really, really bright. Uh, looked the better team in the first 15 minutes. And you're, and maybe it was from the week before, you know, they, they put four past our the week before and... Uh, Maybe we thought. Maybe they thought. You know, you just got the feeling they were going. They were trying to get goals, and um, maybe when a maybe when a point was maybe the answer in, in one or two of the situations. But um, in fairness to Ben Mullet, like they, they showed the real, um, you know, Ben Mullet, um, Kiltane kind of uh, fought for every single ball. They started winning every 50-50 ball, and they just got on top. They were they were what they went from four two down to eight four up at half time. And uh, you could see they were really, really up for it. And Bell were suddenly wondering what was going wrong here, you know, from being in control of the game. So, um, 
yeah, look at Ryan scored one seven, and when he got the goal, it put them one ten to five points up, and it was a it was a mountain to climb them for Ballard. In fairness, to them they pulled it back to one. I think it was one ten to nine points. They kicked four in a row, kicked four good scores, and you're thinking you want know, to go stick a goal at that stage, but um, Ben Mullins weren't for they weren't for lying down. They just weren't. Uh, Sean Dempsey, in fairness to him, he did the best he could on on Ryan Dunhoe, but he, you know he's probably not his position. Um, John Levy was um was missing for Bell and he would have been the guy to mark um, Ryan for sure. Um, but um, yeah, Ben Mullins, they they really enjoyed the win to the hand. A great crowd there supporting them. You know, um, they um like in fairness, they couldn't get a coach for or a manager for love and money early on in the year, and no, nobody wanted to go down. And uh, they're always they're always kind of we're always quick to write them off a little bit. And they're a full senior team now, league and championship. Yeah, and, they seem uh, to be improving. Said, yeah, when they went in the dressing room afterwards, I tell you, they celebrated. They were yeah. they were delighted. So they were. Anyone impressed you, John, with a view to the county? Anyone you said could play at a higher level apart from obviously Ryan? Oh, it's, it's hard. To, no, listen, it was an awful bad evening to them. I'm snuffling since we got the range down there. Um. So Finn and Ryan, I think he's mentioned a few times. He, he looked really good around the middle, uh, but I, you know, I don't know a whole lot about him. Uh, I thought Marty Boylan was good at centre back. Um, you know, they're a young lad there, corner forward. He's very only about eighteen. Uh, Anthony Barrett, I think it is. Um, the, the keeper, Aaron Carey did well, and the fullback. Um, he's Howard. There's two Howard lads playing, and um, the fullback. He was just funny. He kept talking to um, his marker, uh, Irla Golden, the whole time. Now, and he wasn't talking bad things. He was just talking about, I think, life in general. <laughs> and just, it was just funny because, you know, he just he just never stopped talking. And I'd say he was a man couldn't. I'd say he couldn't concentrate. Listen to, him, do you know? It was just like, do you know? Did you see that film the other night or whatever? Do you know that sort of crap? Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Small talk. It was, yeah, it was fun. And like, you know what? He's effective. He's carrying a few pounds now, but he, geez, he's effective. He does a job, you know? And I just thought it was funny, you know? But I know one thing I noticed the back of the jerseys, they all have GPSs to Ben Mullapoys, you know? So um, not too many club teams out there uh, with the GPSs, like. Jesus. And, yeah. and was uh, Damien Mulligan on the sideline? No. no. No, I didn't see him enough. Um, no. How did Ryan Fadden and Killian Golding go? Uh, okay, <laughs> okay, Ryan. Um, you know, they've looking for Ryan from for kickouts. He caught a couple of right. Um, yeah, not probably one of his better evenings now. Um, as for Killian, Killian came ashore, I think, eventually. So, yeah, look, they were very disappointed afterwards. Uh, but they really were. And, um, you know, as, as you say, there they won eight league games in a row between, between the group. And the quarterfinal was it a bit of a Mayo yeah, job? Maybe they won too many games too early and had got peaked too early. Maybe, yeah. And like, look at you go back a month ago after to play Ben Mullins a month ago without Ryan, you know, they probably win the game, yeah. And but, the other semi final, then my Davids 2 7, Belly Hollis 11 points. So my Davids, my Davids go back up to Division One, and probably from my point of view, about time because they have a lot of talent. Um, for for them the last day, Jack Dunleavy got man of the match in the Mayo News. Um, Brian Heenan scored one two. Brian has been a very good club forward for a long time. Barry Harness, Adrian Phillips kicked six points in goals. 
fair scoring for a goalkeeper. I know they're all frees and 45s. Jason Coyne got four points. Um, for me, my David's probably, apart from the big clubs, they've probably had the best underage setups over the last 15 years, apart from the Westports, Castlebar, Lamars. Uh, the they've done really well at underage. I think it's only a matter of time to my Davids get up competing at senior championship level. The amount of players they brought through. It's funny, like my Davids on the way to, or sorry, Ballyhornets on on the way to win the intermediate last year were very impressive down in my Davids. So, you know, you go what ten or eleven months later, that's a big win for my Davids. So this, you know, they're the intermediate team now playing the senior team, and they they downed them. It's it, it's a really good win, and without. Uh, no reap and young Ronan Clark as well. So, yeah, that that's a really good win for my dad. So. Yeah. Um. Then the relegation match in uh Division Two. I think you were at this ref, but from all reports, Martin Mahadi was the star man kicking. <laughs> uh, monster scores. I seen you had a video of one up. Did he kick four points from wing back? He got four. I think two frees. Yeah, he done well now, but it was really as you would say the. End. It was an Andrew Farrell show for a lot of it. Um, he was full forward man. I don't think he's played for up front for Kalala in a long time, or played played consistently. But he played forty minutes, nearly fifty minutes. What's um, uh, he's getting back. He's getting back now. Yeah, he's <laughs> he's a bit too old. Well, don't well don't, don't let John it, yeah. describe him. Whatever you do, ref. <laughs> I, I can't he fucking. He was say. a serious footballer. Like. He 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 has it. He has it in buckets, buckets yeah. and fucking spades. And he was very good for four. He got a goal straight away. Um, I think Jared Herbert set him up. But they they got a goal from the start. I think that was a massive thing for them because they got. I think they kept nearly ahead of them the whole game. One sixteen to thirteen was the final score, and every time Clemaine came back at them. You know, Clara slowed it down, and they didn't give him any goal chances, and they just turned them over and. Uh, got up the field and uh, and tacked over scores when they need to. But if da- I said it already, lads, they're dangerous, Kalala. They're probably the, one of the most organised teams in the in the in the junior championship. I said it to you in the last week that they're yeah. going to be Clemaine and um they were they were by far the better team, by far the better team. They wanted it more too. There was a lot more um urgency in them. Those down on breaks. Uh, Michael Hessian for them was probably their best player. Um. For, for long parts of the game but I think he died out near the end they got 9.6 frees how did Tom Fatty do? got 2 points he was good yeah he was good they, they just they, they don't look right uh, Clemaine. Um, they don't things don't look look hunky dory there even after the game they just chugged in and went home like there was no you know they just walked off the pitch and were out with their gear bags straight away and Clala were still on the field doing a warm down and Clemaine lads were getting in the cars and going so it's obviously a tough one to take for them um, they Oshin, didn't seem like, to Oshin, Oshin Jay and uh, Adam Barrett are you know, a huge loss they are yeah, yeah. yeah. you, can, you know it's in the forward line with Adam Adam and uh, Jay you can you can tell you can tell they just don't have that extra Hessian like I remember Hessian was coming on a couple of years ago for them when I done the commentary in the semi-final against Kilcommon Hessian came on and, and and changed the game for them he was a sub like but uh, he was probably their yeah their, their standout that's he was coming back from injury that time oh, was it, yeah. Be, yeah he'd be a regular all he, the time he's very good he's some booting yeah. him 
He's some boot. What about Matty Kane? He wasn't playing, was he? Matty Kane done the shoulder. He was in, well, he done something to his shoulder. I seen him there. He was sitting across from me. He had a sling on him. So he'd be, I'm not sure what it is or how long it'll be, but they have an extra two weeks. They're they're missing the first round. They have a buy in the first round. So that'll give them an extra chance to get him back. But I'll tell you one thing now. That full um, forward that'll be special oh, with Herbert, Matty Kane, and Andrew Farrell yeah, at and junior the, level. The, yeah, and the lad there from Claire Morris as well, Niall Joyce, he's a handballer. He's he's in there as well. Uh, big tall lad um at full forward. Yeah, so, no Niall, yeah, left footer. They've four they've four really good men inside. They've more like do you know what they have players, they have they've a big squad Kalala, and they've an awful lot of fellas at the same level, but they just have a good system and they're um, I I put them in second in the power rankings this week. Um, on that because they they, they were fully fully deserved of it. So, yeah, Herbert, Herbert, uh, Matty Kane and Andrew Farrell, if all three are fit, um, it takes stopping. They'll take stopping. That's all of that one. And are you gone? Okay, and just seeing. Uh, just open up the results here. Sorry, ref. It's all right. You know, we're a professional outfit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm looking at fixtures and our results. results uh, Joe, here, yeah. what else was there? Oh, those did the Division Division 3. Division 3. Um, Swinford 12, Ardnery 2 9. We thought this would be close. Um, Swinford got more scores, but Ardnery won the match. Swinford planned their trade at Junior Ardnery at Intermediate. So. I suppose not really a shock, even though Swinford would have been seeded higher than, than coming into the match. And not more 110, Arda 3-13. Um, the defeat the night before probably knocked a bit of the stuffing out of not more. But Arda are getting better by the week, Ref. Yeah. yeah. I th- what I think as well, if, if not more had won that, they'd have to play both games on a Saturday night. At the same time, yeah. So I'd say that could might have... I was in Davies uh, higher in Ballinay on Monday and uh, James Carrick came in and um, uh, Kenny behind the counter uh, was congratulating him on a great win the day before uh, against Knockmore. So I think James scored two and I think Trainer got the other one. So um, I think between the two of them they, they, they were on fire. Yeah. Like Trainer, the two cars, Ratchford. That's got some really good players but I wouldn't, maybe, I wouldn't be, do you know what as well actually, is it, this is the first time in how long where James Carroll is coming off a county season where he's played 10, 11, 12 games and he's played football yeah. and he's actually, he's already moving like, do you know, it's not like he was sitting on, on a bench this year, didn't get many minutes, so that could be a big thing as well actually factored into it. Yeah. Uh, the, the junior championship is looking, it's looking better every week. Yeah, it looks tasty <laughs> yeah. now lads. Yeah. yeah. Um, then Division 4, um, Clamars 4-16, Mygauna 1-10, um, Kilmavie 1-11, Ballantubber 2-9, Northern Gales 1-14, Davids 2-6, and Borishul 1-10, Bal 2-5. So Clamars play Northern Gales with the winner being promoted and Ballantubber play Borishul with the winner being promoted. Uh I I would suggest if the leagues didn't change, Camaras and Ballantubber might be better off not being promoted because the games would be fixed for the same time. And I don't know will they be able to get 
36 lads out it's, at the di- same time? Yeah, Division 1 and 2 now. It's, I don't know about 3. 3 was normally the next day. In the... Well, 1, 2 and 3, 4, 5 and 6, Ref, I think. 1, 2 and 3 the same day, 4, 5 and 6 on a different day. Oh, right, all right. Yeah. Maybe, maybe. So, but I think, that, that, well, I was I happened to meet the county secretary and he told me that the leagues definitely were going to be redrawn and it was going to be done before the championship, which is interesting. Yeah. And Division 5, Ahmorbet, Kilmaine and Lewisburg seem to have got a walk over our, over Ardnery. And I think Gary Moore are giving Ballon Road, but Trimming as we speak. Missed that game, Enzo. Yeah. Uh, priorities, Ref. <laughs> I think the Lee McHale thing swung it, all right. Um, so who's in the league final? So just we'll just go through them. Yeah, the we'll probably talk about the division one and two and three next week, Ref. Yeah. So there's only division four this weekend. Oh, okay. Uh, sorry. Sorry. Yeah. 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 Um. The I think uh, Mayo G are launching a season ticket tonight, Ref. Supposed to, yeah. I think the rumor is it's coming out tonight now. A hundred euro for access to all games, and I think there's a discount for students as well. Hundred euro for all championship games. In there, I know myself and yourself and the likes would uh would make great value out of that. In fairness, yeah. Well, I have to card you on ref, so I won't be oh, buying it. Oh, you're not going to buy it, yeah, no. Yeah. Well, there's no point in having two. Yeah, <laughs> but, I think this um, is better than the. You're probably better off than this than the card you. Um, well, just a cheaper, obviously, than Corja. Yeah, exactly. But, yeah, that's that's yeah, the reason yeah. I used to get the Corja was for the club championship. Yeah, well, the value in this this year lies in that there's going to be Friday night games. So you can get three games a weekend. So if you go to the three games each weekend, you have 90 euro save before you get to the quarterfinal stage. Semi finals. So quarterfinal, semi final, and final. Is um, the final included in there? Yep. Oh. Everything is included. Ah, this, it's a, it's a no brainer if you're. Yeah, I I think anyone 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 that goes to a lot of games now, I suppose not everyone is like us. The number of games we go to, but yeah. um, most people I think would go to two games a weekend. Yeah, so, I, I think the scheduling is going to be important too. Yeah, we'll talk about it. The scheduling of games that if there's a game in Ballina twelve o'clock or two o'clock that the if there was a game the same weekend there was a not more. Is at four o'clock, and you can get the double bubble on the Sunday or even on the Saturday. So you're looking for five games a weekend to go to refs. So. I think I got five, I got five in a couple of times. Yeah, uh, on so a weekend. Like, like if if you got if that that was possible, and with the Friday night games, I think it will be. <laughs> there's two, there, there's two, no double team in either. <laughs> two <Head> times. <laughs> two rounds of the championship, you'd have your money back. So, I I I think like it's amazing. When the championship starts, you don't intend to go to a game, and then you say, "I'll go." And if you add up all your tenors, and I'm sure for the semi-finals it'll be fifteen, and maybe fifteen for the quarter-finals if they're double headers, yeah. you wouldn't be long getting the money back. No, and you the won't. Same, and the same with the streaming package when it becomes available, the amount of people that don't bother buying the package at the start and you spend way more than... it catches me it catches me it's yeah like it catches the... us all GA go yeah all you're out about GA go. <laughs> you could have had it for 60 quid I I would have I've easily easily spent more than 60 quid on GA go yeah. on single games now um, 
I suppose the, the streaming package is better for people away. If if you're going to so many games, um, it's hard to get the time to watch them all back. But still, it, I, I think it, I do like to watch them back. With Andy. Um, the ladies, John, they're in an All-Ireland semi-final this weekend and the Kerry captain is out, which probably evens up to Kerry would have been strong favourites going into it. Yeah, she's a huge loss. She approach uh, really is tough on her now. Second time she's done the ACL. So that's a tough one for, for her. But um yeah, it has to be um a help uh, to Michael Miles and, and his team. Um this is obviously the third All Ireland semi final now in uh, three years. The last two haven't ended well. I just got a feeling um it's gonna be very tight on Saturday. Uh, people are thinking that Kerry's physicality uh you know, and they have this. Uh, they're, they're, I think they've got seven goals the last two times they played Mayo. So, you know, if Mayo can keep it as tight as they can back there, and um, and, and p- keep playing the way they've been playing, they've been playing very well this year. Uh, definitely playing better this year in the world the last couple of years, I'd say. Um, I think I think uh, players are in proper positions and uh, they're they're in good shape. And I I think they'll be they'll be they'll be quite confident going to Simple Stadium five o'clock on Saturday. Are you going to All Ireland? I'm heading up myself. I don't know. I don't know now at the moment. Depends on the schedule, matches and stuff. Probably not. Um, are you going in there? Yep. Lovely. Where are you sitting? I'm sitting in the Cusick stand. Oh yeah. Yeah. Looking forward to it. Yeah, yeah. I do love going up to All Ireland. I think it's great, and the Dublin Kerry especially ref. There's something special. About Dublin Kerry, finals. it's the two best teams and the two yeah. biggest teams in the history of the game, and that's it. It's yeah. as simple as that. You can talk all you want, that may all bring it, but this is the big dog stuff. <laughs> if it, uh, the, I, yeah. The, yeah, and there is a, an intense rivalry between them. There is, and, and there's you know, history. Like, it's only human nature for us all to be shouting for the underdog in the semi finals, but really and truly, this, this needs to be the final. Dublin, mm. yeah. Football needs us. It did. Uh, thoughts, lads. Uh, I see uh, in the local papers that uh, there's five candidates in for the under-20 gig. Uh, have you any favourites or have you anyone you don't want or have you any thoughts on it, Sean? I'd like to see something fresh in us, to be honest with you. Um, yeah, I'd like to see something a bit new going in there. Um I I be I, I that's the way I feel about things. You know, uh, it's just I know managers that are under some codes, under some age groups, and then move up the next one. It can work in some cases. The one thing I'll say is, you know, managers like that can go in with the same guys in their heads, and maybe maybe just not see, maybe maybe miss miss a few lads along the way. So yeah, I'd like to see something fresh go in. Um, I think there's a really good age group up there for the next couple of years. And I've said it before, it's not just about going and winning on Ireland on the twenties either. That's you know, obviously that's what you want to do, but it's to bring these lads through and to keep developing them and to get them into senior players. Hopefully we can unearth a couple of forwards. And of course there is the possibility that Liam McHale may be joining one of these teams as well. Oh, that's Maybe. another another thing, yeah. Yeah. Um, I agree with you, John. I'd like a fresh voice in there. Maybe someone that wasn't involved with these players in the past. Um, I'm sure there'll be a 
committee as laid out in the document framed by uh, Liam Moffat and Ronan Curran. There's procedures in place to pick the committee and there'll be two outside voices from outside the county board that will help in the process. And I just hope to get the right person. It's not it's not always an easy job to pick a manager. You see it in clubs, it's hard to get the right people, but um, it'll be interesting to see who gets it and good luck to whoever gets it. Surely to God it'll be a fair process, won't it? I would expect it'll be fair, John. If it's not, we're going nowhere. Yeah. Um. The the minor job too is up. I think to have to uh, and you have until the end of the month, John, to put in your name if you're interested in that gig. Um. But no. Uh, no. They're big jobs, aren't they? Yeah. Like under twenties. Under twenty intercounty. That's you can talk with you want. That's a massive job. That's intercounty. That's senior. That's like managing a senior club, like you, you know, you gotta have that. You've gotta have that experience, I think. Um, of managing. Yeah, that's why I feel. That's why I feel maybe the likes of um the last manager, uh, Morris, didn't, maybe didn't, uh, didn't maybe get to give it a hundred percent because, because he was over to other teams as well. Yeah, and you he know, wasn't. I, just feel, I don't think he knows that. Yeah. I don't think he knows the lay of the land. Lay of the land. He had too many jobs on. Yeah, I mean, like, I can't see how you could be over a third level team, a second level team, and then a count on the 20 team. I, I just feel Jesus. And involved in the so backroom with Mike Cullen, John. Yeah, that's it's, right. too much, it's just too much. It's too much work. Yeah, it needs to be someone coming in here that's just going to be solely given their time to this team and no other team. And it does consume you, it does take up your time. Yeah. If you're a manager, if you're a manager, it, a team like that, it should. It does. Yeah, yeah. I, I'd say he probably just bit too much, too much he could chew at the time. And from all accounts, it's going to be round robin next year, which gives the manager time if he gets it wrong the first day that it's not all over. You can recover, come back. So you would think it should suit Mayo if it's round robin and Connacht that we should be getting to a Connacht final at least. Yeah, I hope that. Ha- yeah, and like last year, they didn't look like, or the year before, they didn't look like they know what they're doing. Like there has to be a distinct game plan and the, uh, in place for this team where the style of football that the you know they have to be able to everybody knows it needs to know what they're doing I think that's one of the big things last year it just looked a bit very disjointed maybe look at two two bad days or whatever young fellas can be up or down you know yourselves but there has to be I think a lot more consistency with this under 20, 20 job or a 20 team than there has been before but like if you have three four and possibly five lads with the senior team it's not ideal for them 20 minutes. No, but that's but no. that's but John, that's where it comes into game plan. The game plan should stay the same. And, and you know, if you do have a Sam Callanan or you do whoever it was, Oshin Mullen the year before, they slot in if they come back. They, they should know roughly what the game plan is or what the how this team plays. And everyone else stays the same, the roles stay the same, everyone has the same job, or you know that if you're playing this role, you have to do X, Y, and Z. And that's why it's important yeah. that the manager has to have a distinct, I think, style of play or knows exactly what he's doing and has that experience. Yeah. Do, do, do you believe in the big names that it's no. important that big names involved or do you just think you need the right people involved? Well, we had the big names of Morris. It didn't work. We've, we've, had, we've, we've done this a couple of times. I know it was a, wasn't a directive a couple of years ago at the academy to get the big names in and, and there has been some, there's been good success. So it's great to have 
players that are managers that have or coaches that have played for Mayo, but I think I think it's more important that you have a team that's that's uh, work together. Work together, yeah, 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 exactly. Like you don't want to be putting together a management team, um, all of a sudden throwing them into another twenty job and they they fall out, which has happened. Yeah. So. It'll be interesting to see what way it goes and how the process goes. But uh, best of luck to whoever gets it. Exactly. We, we, we need. We need to. We really need to be developing players that can go on to play at senior level. That's. Uh, I'm not as concerned of winning on the twenty All Irelands as I am of bringing through players to can play at the higher level. We've had a fairly decent record at that too. Let's not be. We've been good at it, yeah. yeah in fairness, yeah. yeah, we have been good at it. So, uh, hopefully, uh, it continues. Anything else, lads? I just, I just, I see a few sports books over here across from me. I just have to spot and Kevin McStay's one actually. It's a pressure game. <laughs> I actually haven't read it now, but I'd, I'd say he's very sorry he wrote that book so early because uh, I'd say he could have a few great stories to tell. He's gonna. He, can't he add a, a version two, John, and sell it again? Yeah. Bit like Roy Keane. Yeah, and Ron O'Gara. The pressure game. The pressure game by ten. <laughs> yeah. Um. Um. I Pressure's think it's only fair as well that we mention uh, Liam Smith's passing uh, in yeah. Camaras. Um, huge loss, uh, obviously, to his family. Um, but also a huge loss to Camaras Town. Um. What he's done for the town is just unreal up to now, you know. And um, you know, his his five sons. I think one of them is actually a member of the sixteens this year. Was it? Was he in there? Yeah. And Liam is a huge supporter of the academy down the years. You'd see all the jerseys sponsored by Smith Stores for a number of years. Yeah. yeah. So look at huge loss, uh, Liam is, and uh, sympathies to to his wife Anne and 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 the lads. Yeah, I echo that as well, John. But you mentioned because I know there are great supporters of the Academy over the years. Um, yeah. Is there any? Is there anything uh, other? There was a load of underage finals, but uh, if we're going through them, some of them go down to probably F and G divisions, ref. They do, but uh, you have to, you have yeah. to remember as well that there there's only eight in each division. So, mm. like a la a back in the day would have had, you might have five or six in each division, or yeah, three so or that, four. Yeah. So um, I you know, we're, I'm out myself tomorrow night with Tom McCady and Claire Morris. We're playing that more in the C division. So yeah, Belhadreen won a B final tonight. They've had a great week doing an under fourteen final. Uh, now the Belhadreen team tonight under sixteen is an amalgamation with Kilmavie, I believe. Uh, the Bet St Charlotte's handy enough tonight, but good to see Belhadreen having a bit of success at underage. Um, for the last few years at senior, they uh, haven't lived up to their own high standards for the preceding 10 or 15 years. So you'd like to see Belhadrine back competing at the top table of Mayo football. Please, they if want only, to be. Yeah, if only to an either Aussies. We, uh, we played under 16, yeah. We played the, in the league. In the league, in the, D's, in the D section. Um, yeah, well, they're at to win the B final tonight, Ref. Yeah, fair play to them. There's a really yeah, good yeah. young lad there. Um, I, you know, I would I don't, talking up young fellow, Connor Moriarty. Um, plays for them. I think he played midfield. He was a he was a standout lad for them. 
real good prospect. Hopefully he keeps at it. Yeah, All shout good. out to our own in the 16th as well. We're playing uh, Swinford on Friday night in the 16 final, one of the under 16 finals. And uh, it's a double header with uh, Lerhadon and Lewisburg. So it's a good old crowd at that. No, my mate John Salmon uh, with, with Lewisburg. Best of luck, John. I think Gabriel Paul, Welsh Paul, is with Paul Coleman. Paul Coleman is he? Lerhadon. Mm. Oh, yeah. He told me about them actually. He was involved with them. They wanted to do a bit with them uh, earlier in the year. It's great that it's all wrapping up now. It'll be over another. But what I think what's next is is there um they do like the southwest and they play the divisionals then after that. Okay. I think. It's a funny old system. Um next week, Chris, um we we may have a special interview lined up. Maybe, maybe. Oh, <laughs> a big name, probably the biggest name. Would it be the biggest name? It's definitely the most serious interview, anyway. Yeah. Um, um looking to do that during the, at the weekend, actually. And I, I, I uh, is it Saturday, ref? You said. Maybe it's depending yeah. on on the availability. Yeah. Yeah, Friday or Saturday. Yeah, um, we won't we won't say it until it's recorded. Just in case, <laughs> yeah. But look, looking forward to it, Ref. Uh, you'll be in your your full Gayborn mode. Yeah, it'd be like uh, Gayborn interviewing uh, some big name. I actually, do you know what? And uh, I, 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 I think I'm too, I'm too young for remembering Gayborn interviews. To be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't watch it tonight. The fella from Mayo rang in, Ref. That was a very famous interview. Look that one up. Um, rang up Gay Byrne. Yeah. Did I hear about this before? Wait, I'll just look it up. Is it about riding the wife? About Viagra yeah. or something? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, double teaming. There was no double teaming back well, in Gay Byrne's well, uh, uh, my, 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 my friend in Limerick will be giving out about your language again, Ref. Uh, did I curse there? <laughs> well, not really. No. He, Nearly, I'm derogatory. getting there. Yeah. I'm derogatory yeah. comments. Yeah. Well, I think you're allowed. You're allowed, right? The wife, no matter how religious you are. Stop. 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 I think. I think. I think Porrick Flynn's interview with. Uh, I've seen that. Try it. Two housekeepers. Yeah. Yeah. Try it. So, sometime. ref, you're going to put up the video for people on Ryan O'Donoghue's goal. I think. So. I. I. I think so. I. I. Will I get involved? There's no us? copyright issues, ref. Yeah, you don't, you don't upset someone or does this. You don't upset the fella that was roared when you passed the exactly, ball. Exactly. 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 I don't want to be a ball. Never stopped you before, ref. I know, but I'm a different man now, and you know I've changed. Yeah. My old age. I'm slowing. I'm, I'm a lot more. Uh, reserved. Reserved. Yeah. PC. Yeah. Company man, rep. Company man. <laughs> no, I thought, you know, he's some bit of stuff that Ryan don't know. I thought you were going to say Park Flynn. <laughs> <laughs> you still see him around Castle Bear. Yeah. Um, I'd love to talk to him. I'd, I'd say he doesn't speak to the media at all now. But yeah, Ryan O'Donoghue. Ryan O'Donoghue. Yeah. Isn't he? He, he wanted the, them to be promoted. You know, yeah. like there's another, oh, there's, yeah. there's a lot of other county players that jumped on a plane when their team team were were playing. Like so, like you have to give it to yeah. Donahue. You know, like we yeah. call it call oh. a spade a spade. Won't name anyone, but like the teams 100%. teams needed players, and uh, they went on holiday. 
So, yeah. what about the interview today, lads? We leave on this note. Uh, I played a little bit of Joe Brody today, and Chair Brendan was on. Did any listen to it? No, but I've seen people talk about it online. Yeah, so Joe Brennan told the story about how in 2013 he was sent off for a reckless challenge on Donald Vaughan. And when he was sent off, a Mayo player came over to him and uh, Jer would have been known as being very religious. And I think he studied for the priesthood and t- the Mayo player told him that he'd uh, say a prayer for him. But Jer stored this one in the memory banks. And when <laughs> Dublin bet Mayo in All-Ireland, finally he went back to the player and thanked him for his prayers that it got them over the line. And he oh. did say the player... He wouldn't name the player because he's still playing. So, of course, I went back and checked to see who was on the field when uh, Jer was sent off. And there's three of this year's panel. So there's one of three. Okay. Let you all make up your own mind. Who the three um, are? Kevin McLaughlin, Jason Doherty, or Aidan O'Shea had to be the player if Jer was telling the truth. So, uh, Was this 2013? In the- 2013. I know so, what I'm going to um, do right now. I'm just on YouTube. I better mute this. <laughs> I'm just going to look. It was at a league fel- game, ref. You'll hardly get it. Yeah, but and the final. He probably went up to him and the commiserations around the final. Oh, you know? yeah. <laughs> you're going to have a look. I'll but anyway, look, ref, yeah. you might run a poll to see who people think. I won't. I let, people, no, I let people make up their own mind. Do you know, isn't that ironic too? Like, you talk about Joe Brennan going for the priesthood and. And then Philly McMahon been the big charitable guy as well. And probably the two biggest rotters that I've ever <laughs> Maybe that's why they do it. That's the... I tried to get Philly on before, actually, onto the podcast. But uh, he, wouldn't, he, wouldn't, he wouldn't budge. Um, no, lads. Yeah, I'm just we... looking at it here. It doesn't, it's too far away. It's too far away, yeah. the... I'm trying to think, where was I for this? I was above on the hill getting absolutely lambasted by a crowd of pricks from Dublin behind me. Um, and I said, coming off that hill that day, that I'll never, ever, ever set foot on that when Dublin are playing. And I haven't since. And I never will. It was one of the worst experiences I've ever had. Oh, yeah. Looking at the boys yeah. here John now. likes the dub supporters. <laughs> I was I was just in amongst a load of mongrels. Yeah, when when you when you get a bad group, yeah, yeah, but she's the same at me. I also. know. Look at uh, the, some of them are very witty. In fairness, yeah, I yeah. just got a I just got a bad bunch. The genuine dub, the old genuine Gary of a dub that you'd meet in the pub afterwards and have the crack chat. They're the they're the real yeah. dubs. I like them. But yeah, I'm looking at it here. I don't see any bit of burner done celebrating. No, we won't pick it up. We won't pick it up. No, fortunately, fortunately. Anyway. Lads, it's been a great show. I think we'll have to call the episode something to do with double teaming. Um, anyway, we'll figure it out. We'll figure something out. Right, lads. In the double right, teaming, Kerry. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck. Good luck, lads.